Hello and welcome to I Got That One, a University Challenge Appreciation Podcast presented by me, Tom, and me, Ivan. And just like we said last week, Tom is indeed beside himself with happiness. And why is that? You'll see. So listen on if you want to find out why. I know this is an amazing pre-teaser for the episode, which yes. we're going to do right now. Hello again. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode thirteen of I Got That One. Now, normally this would be an unlucky number if you oh. believe in that sort of thing, but um, for me it was quite the lucky number mm-hmm. because I saw my alma mater, mm-hmm. the one and only University of Manchester, prove that they deserve their pretty uh, stellar um, reputation in this competition. Yes, as we learned from Paxman, who's. Uh, Sporting a new pair of specs. Very uh, prominent black-rimmed glasses. I mean, that's the only thing that's prominent. My God, <laughs> when they zoomed in close on his face. I know. You could really see he has a, some bloodshot eye problems. I know, right? It kind of emphasized the, that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, not that ever dare say to his face. All right, anyway, so Manchester, with four wins, is one of the only two institutions to have done so in this entire competition. Indeed, and as far as I'm aware, at least every time I've seen it, they've always been in the televised series, and mm. I think normally consistently make it to the very least the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Even when they don't have necessarily strong guest uh, lineup, they tend to do pretty well. Yeah. And it could just be because they have 40,000 students to choose from, usually. Yeah, yeah, usually that gives people an edge. Yeah, although you wouldn't think about it being four white men again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Come on, Manchester. <laughs> why, why did you have to show me up like that after I've been you know, kind of criticizing other teams for doing that? Yeah, well, on that note, average age of 28... So Scott with a PhD in politics. Indeed. Jones O'Brien um, doing linguistics and social anthropology. Spacey, the not captain, that one. Well, yeah, <laughs> the captain doing a PhD in history. And Snedden with PhD in neuromuscular disease. This is, I think, the most PhDs we've had on our team. I think so. And it's not even a graduate college. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting bit of uh, selection going on yeah there. definitely leaning a bit towards um, humanities and social sciences yeah I mean the only science is a very hyper specialized one yeah yeah so interesting to see how that would um, that played out indeed and uh, also I want to mention adorable mascot mm. this little piggy wearing a hat Aww. Aww. <laughs> and on the other side we had Edinburgh University yes uh, who won the competition back in 2019 and have been semi-finalists twice before that mm-hmm. and then with an average age of 23 uh, we had Jeff Coat doing architectural history Fricker doing maths and physics the captain Clark doing physics with meteorology which I think is a very interesting combination and then Winter doing maths so this was a bit more uh, sciences dominated. Definitely, yes. Only one um, historian, one humanities person. Yeah. So across two teams, you have a balanced team, just mm. you know, not in the right. Not teams. individually, yeah. <laughs> what is this? A specialized uh, college? <laughs> but you know, as Imperial have shown both in this competition and previous competition, yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Mm-hmm. Although it kind of reared its head in uh, this competition, mm-hmm. which we should talk about. So I have to say, this was probably the strongest opening we've had this uh, season so far. Definitely, definitely. Two correct buzzes and all three uh, team questions answered mm-hmm. with amazing aplomb by Manchester. Yeah, so it was a, actually a perfect start for the first three questions at yeah. least. And then Edinburgh also got all of their points, so did Manchester. So within the first five minutes, it was 75 points to 25, which is you know, pretty impressive, yeah, all things good. said. And it just goes to show that both teams were really bringing the A game. Yeah, they were. So Manchester, in fact, they had uh, a correct bonus streak until their fifth round. 
That is very impressive. It Has is. anyone else managed that this season so far? I don't. Certainly doesn't feel like it. Yeah, there's uh, there's usually always been one or two wrong wrong answers, especially on the bonuses. But uh, Manchester managed five full rounds with getting um, everything right. That is very very good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not the longest uh, buzzing streak we've had, but uh, you know the other teams we've done that managed that, like Merton, got a lot of their bonus questions wrong. Yeah. And same uh, with uh, Webb's team. Mm-hmm. They also kind of struggled with uh, the bonus questions. Yeah. Well, um, Edinburgh also had a very strong initial bonus streak. Unfortunately, they were foiled by a question on um, naming monarchs with the correct houses and titles. Now, in fairness, that was a really tough one. It was. I only got one of those correct. Which is impressive in and of itself. Well, yeah. I mean, it was a fairly easy one, the last one. <laughs> but, I mean... You could tell that it was very deviously done because they lost points because it was Victor Emmanuel II, not Victor Emmanuel I, as the first king of unified Italy, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. Yeah, so actually it was pretty good because they got two out of those three questions correct, and even on the one they got wrong, they were pretty close. Yeah, that's very true. That Mm -hmm. is very true indeed. In fact, they were foiled even more by a question on the names of British seabirds. So there you go. Yes, although, to be fair, uh, who knows? Well, ornithologists do, but other (laughs) than that... um, Not the average person. Yeah, although I quite like uh, that they thought that the puffin is named after the noise they make. (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, can you imagine that you come across a bird going, Puffin! Puffin! (laughs) Well... (laughs) Actually, I've heard Puffins um, speak. Mm-hmm. What well, speak? Uh, call out. It's just kind of like, Aww. They're very cute. Yeah. Oh, speaking of plosives, oh. um, the first picture round is probably the f- most I've giggled at a question. Okay. Because it was Worthing Peer won Peer of the Year from the <laughs> National Peer Society. Indeed. indeed. Um, and you have named three more peers which have been awarded by the Peer Society. Yeah, well, um, first time I, f- I found out that there was such a thing as the Peer of the Year. Hey, you know, there are some super specialized organizations everywhere. And to be fair, uh, I have been to Western Supermare. That's Uh a very impressive pier. Yeah, more power to them. I would personally say that uh, the pier at Brighton is more impressive. But, you know, Mm. and I'm going to move on before it becomes far too boring. (laughs) In terms of overall uh, performance, before we drill into any more questions, I think that Manchester were very strong. Yeah. But... They showed two weaknesses. Yes. One is that they definitely need to brush up on their science and mathematics mm-hmm. because they failed miserably at all the matrix questions and all the mathematics even, questions. Even some kind of basic mathematics questions. Yeah, ones where, I mean, I don't necessarily know very much, but yeah. if you study mathematics to or a statistics. certain level or statistics, then you should know some of these yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's simple stuff like, you know, the cross product as opposed to the orthogonal of a matrix. And, mm. You know, this is stuff you're taught at A-level mathematics. Come yeah. on, gents. Try a bit harder. <laughs> and I'm sure that Edinburgh were kind of ruined that they were missing out on those questions. Because that yeah, would have been... being such a physics and maths heavy team. That would have been an easy 30 points for them. And that yeah. could have won it for them in the end. Mm-hmm. In contrast, I feel like Edinburgh were a stronger team overall. Mm. But they had, I think, slightly harder questions. And definitely seemed to be penalised a little bit more for the bonus questions. Yeah, in what way? I don't know. I just I feel like they were worded in a way where there was a bit less room for more maneuver, mm. whereas Manchester got some which really played into their strengths, mm. but were also uh, the ones about uh, televisions written by a certain person. Like if you've watched any British TV in the last ten years, yeah. you would have gotten all those correct. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to say there's a conspiracy or anything. I think it's just luck of the draw, to be honest. Mm, yeah, I really think it's luck of the draw. And 
I mean, I don't know. I think, um, like you said, maybe Edinburgh were overall the stronger team. But, you know, from, from Manchester, getting so many bonus questions correct in a row, um, getting 200 points, which is actually one of the highest scores that we've seen so far. I mean, that's telling me that they are quite a strong team we should be looking out for. Yeah, and actually, they got that score from relatively few buzzins, mm-hmm. which is quite impressive. I think only nine times that they buzz in and they got 200 points. Uh, so they buzzed in a total of 10 times, started questions. Yeah. Um, so they got 10 out of 15 of their started questions correct. So, you know, that, that's pretty impressive statistics. Mm-hmm. Edinburgh got 9 out of 13. So slightly higher percentage-wise. Yes, just less uh, absolute numbers. Yeah. Which just goes to show statistics, so you need to be able to interpret them to actually get meaningful responses. Yep. Um, so in terms of, of highest team scores so far in this series, Manchester is actually tied in seventh place with Glasgow with 200 points. And also I think that the overall score uh, is higher for this recent round, correct? Because that's a combined score of 355. Yep, so second only to uh, Warwick versus Wilson Oxford with 360. So very impressive. Mm. And that was also... Yeah, so I I would say that that both of these teams are actually very evenly matched. Yeah. Um, Both very, very strong. So it's it's really, I think, quite hard to tell which one edges the other one out. So I think we just have to see them um, in future rounds against other teams. Yeah, and I just want to run off by saying I'm glad that Edinburgh did do well enough to come through because Mm -hmm. aside from just being a very strong team, I think that there's a nice element of personality to that team. Yeah. Because, again, there's a few more captain and there are precious few of them going into the second round. She's an excellent captain. Oh, she's fantastic. Mm. And also... I really like Jeff Coat. <laughs> yeah, he has that kind of old uh, he, professor vibe. Not just that, he won me over with the sly wink when he got the first buzz in mm-hmm. was just <laughs> icing on the cake. I know, right? I know. That's not to say that they were the only team with personality. I have to say that uh, mm. I was quite taken by Spacey's entire get-up. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, but I think we're showing our hand a little bit. Indeed, we must. Yes. Uh, you know, we're that we will from... get to this uh, toward the end of this podcast. At the most look forward to segments of the show, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, talking about um, Edinburgh actually making it to become the highest scoring losing team so far, tied with Imperial with 155 points. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really exciting, especially near the end of Monday's round with both teams sped up considerably. It was almost like rapid fire questions. Oh, for sure. And I think Paxman help because normally mm. he only says come on when they're taking a very long time to confer but this yeah, time yeah i think he sometimes he can tell when a team actually has a chance of making it to the to the highest scoring loser so when they have that chance he also speeds up his questions a little bit yeah because he's been in tv for a long time he knows what makes entertaining television and so he's saying it's more fun if you give it a go and fail but you yeah. get more questions then you hum and are about one which you might or might not get mm-hmm it wasn't quite as impressive a quickfire round as with Imperial. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say a close second. I think it was pretty close, yeah. Yeah. It had the same kind of vibe that Imperial had. Oh, for sure. There was definitely the kind of race to the finish line yeah. kind of feeling, which mm. is sometimes the kind of excitement you need in a competition between two universities. <laughs> yeah. So, um, my favorite question was definitely the peer of the year question. Yes, I enjoyed that alliteration Did you quite like a lot. like any other questions? I think that uh, initially I thought that the second picture round was a bit eh. Okay. Because, I don't know, I kind of find it overdone that when they do, you know, classical mm. paintings. Mm. But because it was about the Cirque Montmartre, which is a very specific thing to yes. have paintings about. Yeah, yeah. 
And I didn't realize that it was such a uh, muse for a lot of famous uh, painters. Yeah, apparently it was. There was an early Picasso included in that. Yeah, that was before very he... different from Picasso. <laughs> yeah, people forget that Picasso was a classically trained painter, and yeah. before he went all cubist on us, yeah, he did some pretty great uh, still lives where you could really tell what was going on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, the music round was more frustrating for me than anything else. Okay. Uh, because it was all tunes which I've heard before, mm. but I just don't know who sang it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it, that can kind of happen when it's the, the name of the, the singer's on the tip of your tongue. Well, not just that. It's just, you know, a classic song from the 50s, which I've heard from... Uh, playing the Fallout series mm. uh, but the problem is that they don't say who sings it you just yeah. know it and it gets stuck in your you, head you know the voice very well but not the name yeah but uh, I was impressed by um, Jeffco knowing that Fred Astaire sang yeah that was news to me uh, apparently a very lucky guess on his part as well yeah you could tell that uh, Paxman <laughs> was also uh, kind of impressed by him <laughs> yeah and then, um, yes, a very short conception of Jesus, apparently. <laughs> that made well. me laugh. I think mm. it's kind of worrying to think that you can conceive and then give birth within 12 days. Oh, I mean, I'm surprised that anybody thought that was the right answer. Yeah, I guess it just shows that they weren't fully listening to the question, maybe. Yeah, although I guess technically Jesus wasn't born in December. There are. <laughs> yeah, some people say he was born in August. True, but if it's, the summer, you know. if it's a religious holiday, they're going to make it line up for Christmas because they're already pushing people's credibility with yeah. the immaculate conception mm. at the very least she needs to be able to carry to full to term yeah yeah otherwise wow he was a miracle mm-hmm. oh yes uh more proof that uh, video games have um kind of really informed my knowledge of geography oh, yes of course i got two of the three uh archaeological uh, discoveries mm-hmm. correct All thanks to which game Total War. Uh-huh. Actually, no. The first one I got right because I actually went to uh, that cypress tree forest in oh, Lebanon. Oh, nice. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm. Very strange on the way up there. Uh, so I think we should delve into the teams a bit more sure. because we talked about the questions a little bit. One thing I noticed was uh, Snedden, mm-hmm. who is was very good. Yeah. You know, when it comes to these teams, we tend to gravitate towards either the one who buzzes in the most or the team captain, usually. And sometimes really strong yeah. team players kind of get left by the wayside. Mm-hmm. But uh, Snedden, uh, I noticed, uh, he's a very fidgety individual. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether it's just that he's fidgety, like I am quite a fidgety person myself, yeah. or that he, there were nerves showing. It could be that. It could be that, mm-hmm. but it was just like funny to see him like, just picking at the uh, buzzer. Yeah, uh, while I mean, the... I think nerves is very, very possible considering how actually a lot of contestants seem to have manifested some form of nervousness yes. um, in previous rounds as well. Which is a heavy contrast to Jones O'Brien, who I think <laughs> was at a 45 degree angle the entire <laughs> competition. He was, he was. I, my God, man, do you need a pack support? Yeah, quite a stark contrast to Spacey, you know, kind of sitting up straight and kind of looking straight into the camera. Yeah, on the same team as well. It's just such a stark contrast yeah especially with Spacey in the middle it was quite yeah. the lineup. yeah he um, buzzed in only once but didn't get that right but I still think he was a good team player because he did he was part of all the conferring I think he did kind of feed the right answers to the captain many times as well I mean he definitely knew his American literature yeah which is good because mm-hmm. as the only uh, American it would be uh, embarrassing presence. not to exactly yeah yeah, mm-hmm. I think that uh, leads us very nicely into our best dress. The Ooh. best dress. Woo. And I think the very, very clear winner this was, was unanimous. Spacey. Mm-hmm. Because Jeffco also wore a suit and tie, yeah. and you get serious points for dressing up for TV. But mm-hmm. uh, Spacey got it because the lining of his jacket and mm-hmm. the shirt mm-hmm. and the 
uh, pocket square were all perfectly matched. Yeah, the, the, exactly a matching pattern silk shirt and pocket square. With the lovely trim beard and the lovely glasses. Like, oh, mm. he was a delight. S- yes, so well dressed up, and also the way he spoke. Oh. It was he was so much fun to just Indeed. whenever he spoke. Yeah, and even when you know he didn't answer the question, he's like, oh. Yeah, and wonderful contrast to last week's, uh, you know, uh, sweater and shirt combo. Oh my god! I yeah. would even say that um, Spacey is the best dressed this entire um, series so far. You know what? I am in agreement, and mm. I think that Jeff Coat is pretty close up there because yeah. that traditional style uh, jump blazer Coat was just lazy, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, so uh, good on you, Spacey and Jeff Coat. So, uh, needless to say, I'm very happy that Manchester mm-hmm. made it through. Yeah, I. Don't know if they have what it takes to see it through to the final. Yeah, they were impressive, but I don't think they were as impressive as, as some other teams we've seen so yeah, far. Considering the performance that Warwick gave us last mm-hmm. week, is, there's some very stiff competition this year. Certainly. And they have a pretty glaring weakness when it comes to science. Mm. And that's just not good enough at this level. Yeah, it's not. Um, so with one more match in the first round left so that's going to be next week episode 14 and then we're already into um top four losers battling it out and then on to the second um second round indeed and uh, we definitely know that it's imperial coming back yes. that it's edinburgh coming back and it's exeter coming back mm-hmm. so we just need to see if this last matchup if they're going to make it or not yeah so claire cambridge bristol they both uh, got knocked out yeah, which is a shame out. because I would have loved some more Van Soost <laughs> and I thought that the Bristol team yeah they were pretty strong but I think they just got unlucky with the questions yeah so um, right now it looks like Lineker are coming through yeah Lineker had 140 yeah but yeah. Uh, we'll have to see I wasn't that impressed by Lineker so I'm not going to be upset if they get knocked out yeah and then Exeter as you said definitely coming back with 145 yes it sometimes it's easy to forget because they were in the first the round first match, and yeah. they were against Glasgow who were a very strong team mm. but they were also quite impressive so yeah. uh, I will be watching the best losers with interest for sure mm-hmm. so yeah uh, we're going to see one more um, first round match next week and then that will settle things for us indeed mm-hmm. and then we hope to do a prediction episode for sure mm-hmm. uh, there will be a Christmas break where they won't be showing any main matches they'll be mm-hmm. doing the celebrity version, which is never quite as fun. Yeah, so we'll take that time to do a couple of special episodes. Indeed. There'll be some where we talk about maybe some topics that are on top of our heads or some predictions. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a classic review of a old episode if oh. uh, it warrants it. But that's all uh, in the future. Mm-hmm. And- so thank you again for uh, listening to us this episode. Again, if you enjoy what you listen to, um, please do give us a follow on Instagram or on our Twitter. Yeah, we're called I Got That One. Yes, or even uh, send us an email igtopodcast at gmail If you have any, if you have your own predictions, we'd love to hear it. Oh, if yeah. you there's something that you wanted to bring up which we might have missed, mm-hmm. if there's anything at all you want to talk about, so long as you're kind. <laughs> Please do uh, get in touch with us. We'd love to have more conversations. Mm-hmm. And but- on that note, also a reminder to um, all fans of University Challenge to please be kind to contestants when you're tweeting about them, writing about them online. Yes, I'm sure that many contestants are aware of how they look or how they come across. They do need to be reminded that putting themselves out there for your entertainment, the least you could do is be considerate. Yeah. 
It's all fun and games here. Remember that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you very much. And go Manchester. Yeah, so it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.